Start your own podcast, engage your customers, build that community that will help your business grow in the future. And it will be the case that, look, two years out, you will need to receive voice messages because your customers will want it. Welcome to From Paint to Purpose. Today we have Bernie Klein, Chief Operating Officer of Telby. Telby is a voice messaging tech startup, helping make it easy and convenient to build personal relationships online at scale. Let's get into it. Uh, my name is John Barsis, the host of our podcast, and today we have with us uh, co-founder of voice messaging platform Telby, uh, Bernie Klein. Welcome to our podcast, Bernie. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the company? Thank you, John, for having me. I am, well, I, I started my life quite differently to what I'm doing now. I started my career in management consulting, so I got to see a wide range of companies and worked for some large ones since then. But as of I don't know, going on seven, eight years now, I've been more focused on the startup space. And about two years ago, along with Nicholas, who I'm at business school, we founded Telby. And it was something that was born out of frustration as a customer, as customers, rather than as a business owner ourselves. We had tried to contact businesses online to get support, to ask about buying, to really get to know the people behind them. And so often we found that they were hiding. They didn't want to give contact details. If they did give some contact option, it was fill in a form or speak to a chatbot. And as good as the internet is as a potential communications medium, it seemed to be becoming a barrier. And we didn't like the feel of that. We'd felt the frustration that many customers feel when they have a dissatisfying interaction with a business. We thought there must be a better way. And what we saw at the time was, uh, in personal life, for talking to your friends and family, voice messaging was a growing thing. Lots of our friends were using it around the world. And we thought, hey, this is something that businesses could really benefit from as a personal but convenient way of talking to customers. And what we had in mind was customer service as a first port of call, answering questions, solving problems, and so on. But as we put it out there, we found that actually it's relevant to quite a few different types of customer interaction, for sales as well, for gathering feedback. And it's all because it is a personal way of talking. It's a way that is natural for people. You as a business can understand a bit about who the customer is and what's important to them. And when the business hears from you, they can understand it's actually it's a real person behind there. It's not this faceless website. It is someone who is there who wants to build a relationship with you and you care more for them. And so you're more likely to treat them with respect and be interested in what they have to offer. When you guys founded the company, what was the primary mission behind, you know, what are you hoping to that your clients will experience by signing up for your product and service? hope they'll build better relationships with their customers that will lead to more sales, particularly for conversion and retention, dealing with those situations where it is the specifics of uh, what a person is looking for, what they are feeling about the, uh, the potential purchase or staying with a company. Uh, and it's about getting that understanding to improve service and products as well on the feedback side. What is the main product, if you have one, uh, that you're offering? What are, what are your primary clients sign up for? So what we have is a voice messaging platform that works in web browsers. 
So it's something that you can add to your website so you can hear from customers. They might have a query after they've uh, viewed one of your product pages or filled out a quote form, whatever it might be. It might be that if you've got an app, you integrate it with that so they can talk to you in person. If you are running, let's say, a restaurant or a delivery service or a hotel, you can put a QR code, they scan it with their phone, and they end up with what we call a channel, a voice recorder, where you can say what it is you want to hear from them about. They record a message, you get it transcribed, and then you can continue the conversation by voice messaging if you want, or if it's more appropriate, give them a call or give them an email. It's all about doing things the way the customer would prefer, because that's what leads to the best answers. Kind of who's your, your target audience or who's using it uh, the, predominantly? Is there an industry that you found to be uh, more attracted to the product, if you will, or, or is it kind of all over the, uh, all over the map? So it has been all over, but I'll probably focus on a couple. I mean, this is a podcast. We find a lot of podcasters using Telby because they're taking what is a one-way medium typically. We record something like this. They listen to it. Great. But how do they interact with the show? How do you, as someone running a podcast, understand really where the hits and where the misses, what people want to hear about? So get podcasters using Telby a lot to get that feedback, whether it's for internal understanding or to play back messages on shows. Then we're working a lot with coaches and professional services, health and beauty, people running um running businesses where there is a lot of voice communication anyway, emotional importance to what it is they're doing, and they're using it for customer interaction, for gathering testimonials, for selling in the first place as well. And who could be using it? Are there are, are there targets that you that you know that would be beneficial? Yep. We see a lot of value on the sales side in particular. And the way of using Telby would be different for different sorts of businesses there. So if you take a consumer goods company, for example, you're a consumer goods company, you are selling uh, goods through stores. You maybe don't have a direct relationship with the customers so much because you're working through your distributors. But you can put um, a QR code on your product or a web link gather understanding from your customers and start to build those relationships, run competitions, do effectively virtual focus groups and build that relationship that so far you've been keeping at arm's length. You can look at hotels as well. So when you are a guest at the hotel, you expect that you can call up someone on the desk and talk to them. But beforehand, when you're deciding whether or not to stay at that hotel, well, often you don't have the time to be waiting and talking to someone on the phone. Often you check out multiple hotels. If you give a potential guest the chance of just asking a question on whatever device they're using at the time, it's much more likely you can build that initial relationship and convert them into a staying customer. Um, that is a that that is really fascinating because I think you you hit on a really important piece of any business and and obviously customers matter but it's really about the experience and catering it to how customers want to communicate yes. with uh, potential uh, businesses that they want to do business with and so 
how could a, for instance, a retail uh, environment or a hotel implement the voice uh, application to provide that better customer experience? Are there things that they could, that, how would they apply it if they, if they were to go down this path? Yeah. I mean, let's take the hotel example again. I would think in terms of, well, imagine that you're trying to treat everyone as you're treating your paying guests already. You're used to providing the service for them. So how can we make it just as easy for everyone to talk to you? Because then they will feel the care and the service that you're providing. So if you have a website, after someone has filled in your booking form, for example, if they don't go through and book immediately, bring up a pop-up. Do you have any questions about your stay? What would you like to know about the hotel? So it's not trying to impose on everyone, you've got to send us a voice message, but pick your segment that you'd like to communicate with. Let's say people are dropping out of the flow and prompt them to send a message, prompt them to start that relationship and boost your conversion that way. It's after the stay. Like you, there are tons of hotels that will send review emails asking someone to fill an NPS score or put a TripAdvisor review up or whatever it is the platform they're targeting. But that's not really going to tell you so much about what the customer is actually feeling. They're just putting down a number, or if you're asking for a trip advisor review, well, they're often actually quite negative. The people who choose to fill them out are the ones who are dissatisfied. As if you want a more representative sample, just send a link in the email where they can talk to you. Or on the checkout, on the, on the bill, put the QR code there. Have the people on the desk ask. Would you like to record a message now? We'd love to hear from you. The management would love to hear from you. And your voice really matters. So continue that service that they're used to providing during the stay to before and after. So in, a, in an environment, especially that we've been in through the, the pandemic, obviously the way in which customers are engaging with, with their, the, their, uh, their end user customers that they're looking to, to buy for you again staying on the hotel side there's also this the 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 factor of of a a lack of workers right and so a lot of restaurants and a lot of hotels have either had to scale back their services because they don't have enough personnel how does a a, a service like yours and a, and a product like yours help to augment some of that right you're still getting some of the customer experience but you're not having to have necessarily uh, the personnel on staff to do this 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 allows for that talk, talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely and that, that's how to deliver communication for your clients is very much a choice in resources and budgeting. And what I'd say before I go into answering that is there is probably a hierarchy for the best ways of delivering customer service. And absolutely top, and what I believe will always be top, is in person. There are few and few options to do that with COVID, with more business being done remotely. Next one could be if you can answer the phone within a few seconds, 24-7, and do a live call without getting people to wait, with the right people to answer any given query, that's probably the next best option. And there are a few large businesses that do support that. But for everyone else who can't afford that resourcing, then there is a compromise to be made. And that is something Telby certainly helps with because it is messaging rather than a live call. So it's available 24-7 for your customers. Uh, they will never have to wait. They will never have that frustration. But when you can answer when you want to, and we try and solve the problems that people always have with the voicemail. So voicemail, most people hate it. 
Leaving a voicemail is never really a problem, but receiving it was a horrible experience. You've got to keep listening back to it. If you've, God forbid, got to share that one with someone else, then it's a real pain to use. So we transcribe. So everything that comes in, you can read to quickly triage what's important, what's not, who should deal with it. And you can share it, you can assign it to the right person all within one inbox. You can collaborate as a team across the store, across the hotel or, or larger as it may be. So what we do is we make it easy for businesses to provide customer service when is convenient for them and as a team. And for most people, um, particularly in sales situations, but also in some customer support situations, there's not actually a need to answer within the same minute. We'd always recommend you should be answering people within the same day. And ourselves, we try and answer voice messages within an hour or so during business time. But this gives a lot more flexibility than having to staff a call center or a desk 24-7. And it can then be the right person who responds rather than just who's available. And if you give me this one more second on that, on the retail side as well, there's another big advantage. Because with in-store purchasing, Lots of people, particularly in fashion, they love building relationships with store assistants, personal shoppers, and so on. That's something that's been hard to translate into the online space. And if you are doing live calls, it's not possible. You can't guarantee the person is going to be available. But if you are a retail shop and trying to build relationships with your customers online, with messaging, you can make sure that it is that same person who the customer is building a relationship with, replying each time, and build that personal shopper relationship that has been missing online. Yeah, that is, that is uh, I ne never really thought about it from that perspective, but that actually is, uh, it brings that personal touch to the online experience, which blends both the the desire for mo many consumers now to shop online as opposed to going to a retail uh, store, but also brings the, the, the customer experience to that personal level. So what are some of the hurdles that, that have to be overcome uh, to make this platform more popular, if you will, or more mainstream, I guess is probably the better way to, to think of that. So what are, if I'm a business, as a business owner, as I'm looking at opportunities to try to, to gain better customer experience without having the resources to, as you pointed out, staff up a, a call center 24 seven or, or those types of things. So what are some of the hurdles that com that companies should be thinking about as as they look at researching uh, a, uh, options like yours? Yeah. So TalB, like many other communication solutions, is not a magic lantern that will grant a wish and make your customer communication perfect. It requires thinking around when it is customers will want to communicate with you and when you will want to communicate with customers. So maybe the best way to illustrate this is talking about the wrong way to use Telebi or for that matter, often other communication solutions. Think of an intercom or Ring Central. There are many different types and this is wrong with all of them. If you just put it on your homepage and expect people to talk to you, you put a little button there, you can bring up a Telebi recorder or intercom window and you expect that's going to improve your customer communication. You'll get a few messages there, but that's not going to work because most of the time when a customer lands on your website, they don't have something to talk about yet. They're just at the start of their journey with you. 
So the key thing to improving your customer relationships with TLB or frankly, most other types of voice communication is to think by the business you are, when is it that people will be ready to talk to you about what it is you have to sell? So I was given the example with hotels earlier. Uh, if someone has like put in the details of their trip, but then not gone through and converted into a sale, that is a great time. That is when they've done the thinking, and if for whatever reason they're not buying, you want to talk with them at that point. So you need to make sure that uh, your website, if you're a hotel in that case, is ready to bring up a point of communication. Tell me it could be something else at that point. If you are an insurance company, it's when you've done your quotes. If you are a restaurant, it's probably after the meal. It's making sure that you are aware as a business of when is the right time to engage your customer for the purposes you have in mind, which might be sales. I think all those examples that I gave, no, the restaurant one was a feedback example. For many businesses, it could be a retention example. Let's say you've got your subscription business. You will want to, if, if people have not interacted with your business, whether it's in the real world or online for uh, a period, a month or two, then you will want to engage with people to make sure that uh, you understand why and try and bring them back on board because otherwise they're going to be churned. So the biggest challenge in all these cases that we find is really thinking through how to effectively communicate with customers. Once you've got that, then you can pick your solution. And what we'd recommend is multiple solutions because different customers have different preferences, voice versus text. Are they time rich and so they can wait for a live call or time poor and so they want to message? The key thing, though, is knowing when to solicit that communication, what, how you choose to do it, then that's probably the easy option. Sure. Absolutely. So why have you become so passionate about that real human connection and human uh, through through voice technology? It's something that to us seemed like it should obviously be the case. Like going back to what I was saying at the beginning, somehow the Internet seems to become a barrier to communication in many cases. Whereas for us, it obviously should be a bridge. It, it just it felt wrong that businesses were hiding. And so we wanted to open up that world for the benefit of both businesses and customers. Everyone we talked to was familiar with the frustrations of, of that failure to communicate. And so, hey, it just seemed like a clear thing for us to try and solve. Well, Bernie, I've really appreciated getting to know you, your company, your passion. Is there something that I didn't ask that I should have asked that you'd want to be able to, uh, to, to share with our guests? We have covered a lot. What, what I would say is we are in early days with voice technology. We do find that if you put a voice message option on a website, people aren't sure about it yet. You ask everyone, do you voice message your friends and family or do you know people who do? They get it. But for businesses, it is a new thing. So for businesses looking to be ahead of the curve, it's a good idea. For others, we are getting there. It'll be something which consumers will increasingly demand. And we expect it will be a standard requirement in a few years time. 
But as with everything new, it does take some uh, time to get going. And where we're seeing that initial adoption is in podcasts and other media spaces. And for those kind of those personal services where that emotional content is important. And many of those things are are presented in addition to other parts of business. Tons of businesses like your own have podcasts and use that as a way to engage with their customers, potentially create clients as well. Professional services businesses, like the storytelling example that I gave, they work alongside other businesses, health and beauty, medical practitioners as well. They require the kinds of services that more traditional businesses have and benefit from that emotional voice connection. So for any businesses thinking, hmm, this is maybe a bit early for us, just think about how those activities can work for you as well. Start your own podcast, engage your customers, build that community that will help your business grow in the future. And it will be the case that, look, two years out, you will need to receive voice messages because your customers will want it. That is uh, that's great advice, I think, for most businesses who are trying to differentiate themselves from the others in their industry. Being on the front end of something like this would be uh, a great opportunity and a great tool. You've given me some things to think about as we develop, continue to develop our podcast, but also for our business. I was thinking as you were talking of different ways that we might be able to engage with our clients and provide uh, knowledge and, and, and uh, expertise without having to bog them down with phone conversations that they don't necessarily have the time for, but we can still target the right answers with the, from the right people. So that was really, really informative for us, but I also know that it will be for our, uh, our listeners as well. Uh, Bernie, thank you again for being a guest on our, our podcast and really kicking off 2022 with a, a great way uh, to look at new technology for our guests. Please visit their website at Telby, T E L B E E dot I O uh, and uh, and check them out. They are uh, an upcoming uh, technology firm, uh, and we are looking forward to seeing great things from them in the future. Well, thank you, John, and happy New Year.